The story of the Bible is that our fellowship with God, which was lost in the beginning, is being restored through the ministry of Christ. And as Christians, we believe that we can get to know the one true and living God through the pages of his word. In today's episode, we're going to be continuing our Advent series, because why not? Hi guys, welcome back to the Why Not Podcast with me, Connor JC. I have a question for y'all. How are you guys doing with decorating for Christmas? I'm the type of person who normally does it December 1st, bright and early, throughout the day, getting everything ready, my room a festive treat. But this year, I have done nothing absolutely nothing. I guess I moved house and I still don't really have an artistic vision for my room, so all of my Christmas decorations are in like a couple of boxes. I don't have that many things, especially for the size of the room that I have now, but yeah, I'm just not really inspired. Can someone inspire me? If you guys have decorated your room or your house for Christmas, send me a message on Instagram. Just show me, shower me with Christmas memes with Christmas decoration ideas. Send me a bunch of products from Amazon that I could be inspired to buy. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. I have no money. Let's not do that. But anyway, how are you guys doing with all that Christmas decoration stuff? Because I'm failing. I'm failing. Anyway, today we're going to be continuing our Advent devotional series through the book Come Let Us Adore Him by Paul David Tripp. So let's just jump right in. Our scripture for today is Hebrews 1 verses 1 to 4. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. December 7th. God sent his son to provide rescue and forgiveness for those who had ignored his existence and rebelled against his rule. That's grace. If you had to summarise the Christmas story with one word, what word would you choose? Now, your word would have to capture what this story points to as the core of human need and the way God would meet that need. Do you have a word in mind? Maybe you're thinking that it's just not possible to summarise the greatest story ever with just one word. But I think you can. Let's consider one lovely, amazing, history-changing and eternally significant word. It doesn't take paragraph after paragraph, written on page after page, filling volume after volume to communicate how God chose to respond to the outrageous rebellion of Adam and Eve, and the subtle and not-so-subtle rebellion of everyone since. God's response to the sin of people against his rightful and holy rule can be captured in a single word. I wonder if you thought, I know the word. Grace. But the single word that captures God's response to sin even better than the word grace is not a theological word. It's a name. And that name is Jesus. God's response wasn't a thing. It wasn't the establishment of an institution. It wasn't a process of intervention. It wasn't some new divine program. In his infinite wisdom, God knew that the only thing that could rescue us from ourselves 
and repair the horrendous damage that Sin had done to the world was not a thing at all. It was a person, his son, the Lord Jesus. God's response to our rebellion was to give us himself. He is the great redeeming, transforming gift. He is the rescue. He is the forgiveness. He is the restoration. He is life, hope, peace, and security. There is no salvation apart from him. There is no deliverance from the presence and power of sin apart from him. There is no restored relationship with God apart from him. There is no new heaven and new earth apart from him. There is no end to sickness and suffering apart from him. There is no defeat of death apart from him. There simply is no such thing as redeeming grace and all that it means apart from the willingness of God to give us himself in the person of the Messiah, Jesus. Jesus is the grace of God given to sinners who cannot free themselves from the death grip of sin. Look into that manger at that baby boy and see grace. The Christmas story is about grace in its most shocking and surprising form. The Lord of Lords, one of incalculable glory, humbles himself and takes on human flesh and blood. The Creator, in a way that boggles the mind, becomes the Created. The one who made a perfect world now exposes himself to a world stained with imperfections. The judge of all things places himself under judgment. The one who deserves worship becomes the lamb of sacrifice. The one who deserves everyone's love subjects himself to being despised and rejected. The one who owns all things lives with no place to call home, and no place to rest his weary head. Here in one word, the name Jesus is the shocking turn in the redemptive story. In sovereignty and with power, God would respond to the sorry condition of his world. With holy authority, he would deal with the image bearers who would turn his backs on him. Yet, he would deal with the ravages of sin, not with the tools of judgment, but with a single tool of grace. Jesus. You simply cannot use the word grace without connecting that word to Jesus. Yes, it needs to be said again and again and again and again and again. Jesus is the grace of God to sinners. Without his life, death and resurrection, grace would be a sentiment devoid of any helpfulness. Without the gift of Jesus, grace would be a promise with no power. Without the presence, life and work of that baby in the manger, there is no light at the end of the tunnel for sinners. There is no happy ending for rebels. There is no home waiting for the lost. There is only darkness, defeat, judgment and death. This season in the midst of all the celebrations and gift giving, be careful to remember that the centre of what we celebrate is one game-changing, life-altering, hope-giving reality. Grace is a person, and his name is Jesus. God knew that nothing else would ever repair what sin had broken, so he gave us the ultimate gift of gifts, the gift of his Son. It's not enough to say that Jesus came to preach grace to us. There's not enough to say that he came to give grace to us. No, Jesus is God's redeeming grace, given to those who without him would have no hope in life or in death. Now that's worth celebrating, not just on one special day, but on every day of your life, and for the rest of eternity too. Amen. Man, when I tell you that this dude has some zingers, I found our zinger for today. <laughs> uh, Instagram post coming to stores near you.
Without the gift of Jesus, grace would be a promise with no power. Man, that is facts upon facts upon facts. I found this one really insightful. I don't think I've ever thought of Jesus being the, the 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 word that could sum up the whole of the Christmas story because it just sounds too easy, you know? At youth group sometimes, you know, the kids come up with the default answer, Jesus, to like anything. And I feel like that's probably a typical thing. And here it's actually the most profound thing. I guess the answer Jesus is always profound and the reason why we're like, okay, okay, but what else is to get people to think? But when it comes down to it, Jesus. The whole Christmas story is about Jesus. The whole Bible is about Jesus. The way that we're saved is Jesus. God's power is Jesus. Like, it's... Yeah. Uh, there's a thought. There's a thought. Just thinking about grace without Jesus, without Jesus, God become flesh, there would be no grace. Because grace isn't just some arbitrary thing. Grace is a person, the person of Jesus. Hmm, I'm definitely going to have to do more thinking about that definitely but there we go amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me period but anyway i hope you guys are doing well that is the episode that i have for you today check the instagram and i'll make a little post i'll probably on the weekends i'll only put posts up on instagram and maybe i'll put a little kind of reference to whatever that day's scripture was so you can read it but yeah until tomorrow where we jump into the next instalment of our Advent devotional. Goodbye, God bless, and I'll see you in the next one.